Tomas, Tomas, we're back, my friend. You know what that means. Type more tasty live with this man, Jamal. This week in stocks. What's up? What's going on? How you doing? I'm I'm doing great. I'm doing great, man. I mean, you know, I got no complaints. It's Friday. I had uh, two two practices uh, this week with third and fourth graders, and nobody died. So I mean, everything is good. You know what I'm saying? I mean, see, guys, we all got our things. Yeah, we all got our things, man. I, hey, I can't listen. We I got can't listen to any more twelve year old hockey or or fourth grade basketball. I, I it's too much for me. <laughs> you know what these are the things that actually keep us sane see we know we see these weird things that go on in life and watch these little people and we're like you know what we're doing well we're doing all then right we, then we know how this is like uh it's like um uh, it teaches us how to behave with you Saznov, because you absolutely have the capacity of a four to twelve year old I do find it helps me with that. You know what I'm saying? I do find it helps me with that. It shows me compassion and and patience. Yeah, it's like, oh, little guy, he's okay. He's, you know, he's, he's trying. trying. He's, he's trying. trying. You know what I mean? You're absolutely right. See, Tom, that's, that's good perspective. Yep, yep. All right, guys, get a room. All right, what's next? <laughs> this week in stock, dude, look, um, it's it's been fairly quiet week i know we had the one down day but uh, it's been fairly quiet and it might get a little bit more quiet next week i got a slide on that let's move to the first slide here spx uh the so spoos and nasdaq are at risk at uh, breaking their two-week up streak uh, actually couldn't fit it on here but uh, russell 2000 is at risk of breaking a four-week up streak um from the moves that we had basically from one day mostly this week it would feel and Goldman kicked off the week with some soft earnings. A lot of those banks weren't exactly uh, beautiful as far as their earnings goes. Goldman had some, well, it's M&A issues, and they got a lot of high costs. So that's uh, kind of kicking off the week and kicking off earnings so far. Crude found a bid for a consecutive, consecutive week, although for me it's been kind of fair. I don't know. How do you guys feel about oil right now? Like, I've been saying for a while that 80 is fair. I'm not really interested either way at 80. I'd be right. I mean, either is no nobody else's either. The Ivy rank is super low. It's really, I think oil's a pretty uninteresting trade here. The only reason you'd have oil on is if you have a position on oil, it's just either you're very directional or it's just so liquid that you just want to keep something on in there. Yeah, I, I agree. And and even for me, like directionally, I'm not interested at 80. I just, I don't really see a bias either way i'd rather see it you know maybe I, we i think it was more interesting when it was 72 like whatever that was two weeks ago or or if it gets to 90s sure and then that gas i mean we're looking at 19 month lows at that gas it seems like a lot of weather stuff hasn't materialized it's been fairly quiet not just here but european natural gas too so that's been something to keep an eye on uh, although it's small, the tech and, and Bitcoin correlation is, has seemed to disappear a little bit over the last couple of days. Obviously, we saw the market drop. Bitcoin still kind of held in there, and I'm not sure if it's if it's at 21 still right now, but uh, it's been kind of erased that move after uh, what we saw in, in FTX. And then gold, dude, gold's been been strong recently. You guys playing gold? No, Ivy ranks low there and there too. Yeah, you're right. It has been on a tear. See, it's funny you say this because I was I was actually going to start off this way. Like I remember one time this week. Uh, Tony, you asked sauce. Have you done a trade? Have you done a trade? Have you done a trade? Because there's really not a whole lot going yeah. on, right? Like that's kind of where it was. And then we were talking about different trades ahead of your your podcast, by the way. Which uh, you know, when is when is the podcast again? Uh, every Tuesday and Thursday. Uh, it comes out around noon Central Time, uh, okay. possibly a little bit earlier. 
catching it. It's the fastest growing podcast. <laughs> and I remember you were, you were kind of looking around for a trade. It took a little bit too, because trades are, are far and few between right now, right? Because of, of volatility is fairly low. So that's kind of fairly low. You got a lot of earnings plays coming now that some of these stocks are going to go through their earnings and make it a little bit easier. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, we saw the brief pop in VIX this week. I mean, it was really low, right? 18s and whatnot, but pop this week, but still sitting near that long-term average. So um, that's kind of where we are overall. Let's move ahead to the next slide. So you guys know me, I'm always digging around to find something interesting, something to pay attention to worth trading. This is a chart of uh, the relationship between consumer cyclicals and, cons and consumer staples, right? Uh, so obviously you got some of the, the popular ones that are listed here uh, and some of the ones that have really moved this consumer cyclicals were just destroyed last year obviously um some of them have been overflated uh, tesla is also in the consumer cyclicals group for those who, who don't really know and so there's amazon this year so far uh, the the cruise lines have been on the move and so have some of the airlines too although those aren't really cyclicals i think those are technically industrials but whatever um a lot of the the travel names have, have really kind of been on the move recently and so that's something to kind of keep an eye on is this a trend that's going to continue are we going to start to see some ball pick up and either one of these staples have been kind of ugly to start the year so i've been looking at this trend to kind of as something maybe possibly interesting so you can see the performance so far cyclicals have been outpacing consumer staples but something to keep an eye on got it let's move ahead to the next slide Copper, man, uh, you got a copper play on or what? Copper's been making a move recently. I don't. Look at I it. Don't, I don't Colin, have you looked at it or something? I, I don't trade copper that much. I, I don't trade the futures ever at all, but like we'll trade some FC copper FC stocks. FC. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit, but we haven't, we, I'll check it out now. I haven't put anything on in there. I mean, uh, the, you know, uh, just like most other stocks, the bids are low. Uh, the only ones I can think of off the top of my head our FCX, which IVR is very low in there, and then SCCO. And I had to look it up the other day. I remember that being a copper stock, but as, I, as, as I'm as i nearing a while in the business, tickers change sometimes, right? And so I was like, wait, is this still a copper stock? I had to pull it up, but SCCO is still a copper stock. And um, that's one of the, those are the only few, but yeah, overall, I've just been looking at the commodity itself. It's It's been on the move more recently. A lot of people attributing it to China coming back online. So um, yeah, I don't think we've ever traded SCCO, Southern Copper Corp. Yeah, um, I don't think I've ever traded that F FCX. Of course we have, um, yeah. and Copper we have, but Copper's never a big play for us. Yeah, not. All right, just bring it up. Just bring it up. Let's move yeah. to the next no, no, slide. It's, it's it's legit. It's legit. You know, just never done it. Uh, VIX and uh, has been retreating as the dollar has been retreating. So this has been a trend to watch. Um, you know, will this eventually turn around and pick up again, or will this decouple? Will this not be as much of a story this year? Um, you know, that's how these things go. Sometimes we watch a, a trend in January, that by the time we get to December, might be very different. But of course, over the last year, dollar was, was wreaking havoc and VIX was bid too, but we've seen both of these kind of fall off. So it's another trend I'm keeping an eye on. Yeah, I think the best plays on the board as we got into the middle of last year, which did work out for us, were you know, being short dollar and being short volatility, both came in. Yeah, big time. Yeah. Let's move ahead one. So what's going to happen <laughs> next week? This is the forward curve for SPY. Next five days, you can see uh, looking fairly, fairly uh, quiet 
I mean, there's really no big data outside of earnings, right? And I believe you guys did a piece this week on on uh, what happens with with overall volatility in the market when earnings happens. And I don't think there's much of a correlation, which makes sense. I mean, there's so much going on. It's it's hard to determine whether or not that affects uh, the VIX overall. But it looks like it's fairly quiet next week. Of course, that doesn't necessarily mean anything until it actually happens. And then after that, of course, we got the, the Fed meeting coming up on the 1st, February 1st. And then we got the non-farm payrolls uh, the Friday after, uh, was it not, not next Friday, obviously two weeks from now. So those are the main two big events we got coming up in recent time periods. But, uh, you know, again, just because it's going to be quiet doesn't mean for those of you who love to go out there and sell zero data, zero, zero DTE options in, in front month just uh, because nothing's going on. Be careful about that. Always, uh, you know, kind of be diligent. And when you least expect it, expect it for sure. Yeah, for sure. So let's move ahead. 1.3 trillion dollars worth of options are going to expire today. Apparently, it's the largest non-quarterly index opex on record. Um, that's a little surprising, but also not that surprising that there's so many options in Jan. For those who don't really know, Jan is the longest. It's around the longest month, right? It's one of our leaps, so it's around for so long. A lot of people put on positions and have them for a long time. So there's going to be a lot of things expiring today, but didn't realize it's the largest non-quarterly index OPEX on record. Yeah, we were, Tony and I were talking about this. We didn't know the exact, we didn't know the exact number, but we thought it would be one of the largest ever just because of how many options trade now and because January is always the largest. Yeah, and I, mean, I feel like- around uh, the longest. It's around yeah. the longest. And, and when you have such a reset like we did last year, right? Um, there's there's just probably a lot of people who just sort of have options that are that they couldn't really do anything with that are about to expire. Similar to the Fed, the ECB is considering a downshift in rate policy. We we kind of feel like we're not going to get as the, the big rate hikes, the 50 basis points, 70 basis points. Those seem to be done. We're still going to get the 25. Uh, from what I understand, we're probably going to get a I mean, as it looks right now, if you look at that uh, that FedWatch tool, 25 basis points in Feb, 25 basis points in March and then Theoretically, we might not have one in May, but we'll see what ends up happening. ECB is considering just doing 25 as well. They're starting to calm down. Seems like inflation is coming in based on some reports that we're seeing. So um, something to keep an eye on. 97 stocks will report earnings this week. So we do have a lot that's going to occur, right? We got Microsoft, Visa, Tesla, MasterCard, uh, you know, Chevron, among other names. So there are going to be a lot of stocks reporting earnings next week. IBM, and Tesla, both on Wednesday, Intel, Thursday. Yeah, you've got a plethora. You already mentioned Microsoft on Tuesday, but you got a plethora of... Uh... Of earnings coming next week. What do you think this earnings season is going to be like, though? I mean, already looking. It's, like it's going to be a test for Sosnov because he's going to have positions in most of these stocks, and he's going to have to go with his. Um, I'm going to close some, which is very hard for him to do. So we'll see. <laughs> I, I think it's going to be a pretty positive earnings session. Do you think uh, majority of the moves may be inside? Because, like, uh, when I think back to last year. Not so much a year ago this time, but obviously we know in April when a lot of stuff reset, right? Like big moves, right? And so um, it's, uh, you know, I think I'm going to go on record and say, like, it might be a little easier to sell some earnings around this time around, but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see. I, I don't think there's going to be as many crazy moves, but we'll see. We'll see. I, I think you're right, but we'll see. Chinese New Year's coming up, uh, actually starting basically tomorrow through the 29th. So 
Um, volume could be a little lighter, especially in the Chinese stocks. I, I, you're out on that. I remember one year, uh, it, it's not so much for the Chinese New Year, it's coming out of it, right? So I remember some years in the past where uh, Chinese New Year happens, you know, it's quiet, not necessarily quiet, but like that week occurs. And then the week after, there was a lot of movement, a lot of volatility, not maybe somewhat in our, our market and definitely with those Chinese names. So it's the only reason why I bring it up. These names might be kind of quiet, but who knows? The Babas and the Bidens of the world next, the week after, might uh, be a little perky, maybe, or, or not, or, you know. Well, Baba started the year around 90. It's almost 120. It's on a $30 uh, rally. I mean, that's 30% or more mm -hmm. um, in the first, you know, couple of weeks of the year. Uh, I'm, I'm, I mean, if it's sat here, I would be fine, right? I mean, you know, it'd still be a decent move. Baba did the same thing, 113 to 132, and that's off of its highs of 140. So it was up almost 30 bucks at one point also. So oh, no, that's, that's a boomers, JD. Oh, They're all no. movers. Oh, it sucks. Good to go? Did you lose, I don't know what... we lose Jamal? I think, I think we lost froze. Awesome. Don't worry about it. We'll take a quick 90-second break. We'll come back. I'll get the last word here. Opening bell next is Tasty Live. The content of this podcast is provided solely by Tasty Trade, Inc. and are not the direct views or opinions of any of its affiliate companies. This content is for informational and educational purposes only. It is not, nor is it intended to be, a research report, trading or investment advice, or a recommendation that any investment strategy, security, or futures product is suitable for any person. You are responsible for making your own investment decisions in light of your individual investment knowledge, objectives, and financial situation. Applicable supporting documentation for any claims, including claims made on behalf of options programs, comparison, recommendations, statistics, or other technical data will be supplied upon request. Tasty Trade Inc. is not a licensed financial advisor, registered investment advisor, or registered broker-dealer.